0: Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.
1: Hey friends, Doug Addison, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. I've been talking quite a bit about the Days of Awe. This is a period of time that happens at the Jewish New Year. Now, it's not the same on the calendar for us every year, but it fluctuates. And the Jewish New Year is called Rosh Hashanah. And then 10 days later is the Day of Atonement called Yom Kippur. And then it moves even further into the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, if you've heard me talk about it, you don't have to be under the Jewish law anymore. You don't have to celebrate these holidays in a traditional way, in any way, shape, or form, unless God calls you to do it. That's fine. I don't, but I notice this. God is active on this Jewish calendar, especially this time of year. And historically, the Lord releases our destiny. For the next year, during the time of the Days of Awe. For 2018, it starts on September 9th at sundown and goes through September 11th, and that is the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. Ten days later is Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, and that starts on September 18th and goes through September 19th. Then following that is a very powerful time that we don't really get to hear enough of which is the Feast of Tabernacles, and there is a time, it's the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, God will often release our destiny for the year at Hashanah Rabbah, September 29th and 30th. Now, don't get all hung up on dates and times. Don't worry if God didn't speak to you during this time, because quite often he'll speak and it will be concealed from you. I found that God had been speaking to me for a number of years during this time, but I had no idea. I journal all the time for a number of years. The Lord said one day, why don't you go back and look at these times on your journal, on the calendar? And I did. I went back you know, years ago before I started taking time to listen to the Lord, and this is why I do. I started realizing, my goodness, God is already speaking to us he's already speaking to me during this time might not have been that exact time but i tell you there was either dreams there was revelation there was major connections going once i realized that i said why not be intentional about it and that's why i do what i do right now i take time to slow down and listen to god i have a special guest on spirit connection podcast this week He's a good friend of mine, and he has some insight into this. His name is David Herzog, and they are the founders. Him and his wife, Stephanie, are the founders of David Herzog Ministries. They travel all over the world, ministering for over 26 years. They bring the glory of God. I tell you, I've seen some amazing miracles happen in their meetings. I've seen the glory appear. I mean, things that... It would just blow you away, gold dust and, and diamonds and gems. These things are real. I've watched gold fillings appear in people's mouths just sitting next to me, no kidding, because they bring the glory of the Lord. Now, David moves in creative miracles, signs and wonders, but he also has this fresh revelation. He's prophetic. He's able to equip people, and he's funny. He's also Jewish, so he has an understanding about these Things so I'm really excited to welcome to the podcast, David Herzog. How you doing, David?
0: Great to be here with you. I'm actually in Costa Rica right now.
1: You're on the beach, maybe suffering for Jesus.
0: Wow! I'm on the beach in Costa Rica, <laughs> suffering for Jesus. Someone's got to pray for the beach areas. So That's I, exactly I, I right.
1: That. Someone's got to do it. And uh, wow, what an amazing opportunity to connect with you no matter where you are in the world and it's always powerful we've already been having church before this podcast started we've been on the phone and we're just bringing the glory and i'm so excited well why don't you just tell our listeners a little bit more about your ministry and what you do
0: yeah so we're in a season of greater glory since uh passover it's been really accelerating and this coming into this next rosh hashanah and or we well, will be over by then Tabernacles, Yom Kippur, major acceleration's coming.
1: Yeah. Major, major
0: acceleration is coming. And it sounds like a cliche, but to such a point, like God literally had me move from Sedona to the Phoenix area, like literally shift geographical location. That's how big the harvest is that's coming. Wow.
1: Yeah. So you're noticing the shift happening right now. Why don't you just tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah. There's a shift that's happening so fast that it's a quantum leap where some of the people listening right now, God might have you just literally have to move to another location for the harvest that's about to hit, the glory that's hitting. Because some people, he wants to enlarge your territory, and where you're at, your territory is too small for what he's about to do, that he literally has to move you to a larger territory so you can capture all the glory, the favor, the harvest that he's about to bring. Yeah, He's taking us out of confined spaces into broad, open spaces, enlarging our tent pegs for the blessing that's coming.
1: Yeah, that's exactly some of the prophetic words I've been releasing as well, is to get ready right now. Wow. Have you seen that happening already?
0: Yeah, we just moved. Favor, I just started a TV show, a new TV show. I just did the first six shows. It's going to air next month. I, everything's just been, stadium stuff is opening up.
1: Wow, what's the TV I show? Everybody
0: up here getting healed and safe. Say again?
1: What's the TV show? TV show?
0: Yeah. Well, it's called Glory Invasion. So I go on the streets first. And I interview people like Waters World, kind of. Yeah. Of hey, what do you believe about the supernatural? So I say, oh, I, I believe in ghosts or Ouija boards or fairies, or it's very funny. And then I go, well, I, I believed in the tooth fairy when I was a kid, but I saw the money under the pillow, so I didn't believe it. Stuff like that. And then I pray for them, and miracles happen. And one Hindu guy, he said, you, you try to hypnotize me. I said, no, I just pray. <laughs> and then we go back in the studio, and I film the shows, and we mix it with the miracles. So it's kind of like Waters World on the street, man on the street, back in the studio. And then I, I'll pull in clips from the miracles. And it's, the show's going to air all over the Middle East. And wow. it it's airs in Israel, Middle East. And it's going to air in the States on ISP, Internet, It's Supernatural. So it's a new thing. And God said, do it in such a way that we'll reach the lost, the questions that they would ask about the supernatural. So I let them talk. Hey, yeah, I think my house is haunted. Or I think uh, I get d- nightmares or demons or I believe in aliens. or go-. I just let them share. And then I go, really? And I just start conversing with them. And then God starts touching them. And then I go back in the studio, so I kind of train people how to share the gospel with the supernatural, and it's evangelistic show at the same time. So I'm really excited to see the harvest that'll come from that. Yeah,
1: wow. And so, and when when are you launching in that?
0: Um, the first six shows we just did, it's, I think it's going through editing and all that now, so producing probably another month, maybe. I'm wow. hoping before the end of September that the first show will go out.
1: Yeah. So why don't you just tell us a little bit more about your ministry and what you do?
0: You know, I used to go to the beach uh, every around the world and swim. No, I'm kidding. Um, what I do <laughs> is I get in the heavy glory, and then I spread it, and I teach others how to get into God's glory. It's the main thing. And when the glory begins to come over cities, nations, people, everything accelerates. The miracles, the signs, the wonders, the provision, governments, seven mountains. When the glory of God invades a place, everything changes. It, it's it's like the awakenings that used to happen with George Whitfield, Finney, it's not just a one-on-one anointing and gifting. It's beyond that. It's the glory of God blanketing entire regions and shifting them. That's what's about to happen. So that's what I do. I teach on, and I travel, and I minister. And in that, even when I share that, people get saved in those meetings. Because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory. It doesn't say they've been looking for just a gift only, though the gifts are part of it. But when the glory comes, that's when people get saved. Because sometimes you can have a gift, and they still don't get saved. But if the glory is there with the gift, that draws them to salvation. Yeah. All have sin and come short of the glory, not necessarily a healing or a word.
1: Hmm. And so is this different than the anointing? Does that makes sense. We're used to hearing the anointing.
0: Yeah, but now the glory.
1: What's the difference between the glory and the anointing?
0: Oh, the difference is the anointing is like a battery pack of a computer. You charge it up, and then you go out and you use it. Like you go to the coffee shop, and you're on your laptop, after a couple hours, it starts running out of the juice. You got to go back and plug it in. Usually means go back to prayer and worship and the When you're in the glory, you're 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 already in twenty four seven. There's no limit to it. You're plugged into the central power source while you're ministering, and it's not coming from inside you. It's coming from the glory realm around you. The cloud around you is ministering to the people. So instead of directly, it's like instead of just your hands. You go to a meeting and you see you line people up and you give, see a prophetic You give them all words or you lay hands on each one. That's anointing and glory. You just sit there and God's blanking the whole masses of people before you could even speak. It's coming from the cloud, not necessarily from your anointing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that's what I've noticed now. When I've been in your meetings and and we've ministered together, I notice that you're not really laying hands on people and there's miracles happening. You could almost, I tell you, it's a It's a a tangible atmosphere, like you could cut it, you could feel electricity in it. It's
0: basically like if you went to heaven right now, that's what you would be sensing, the presence of the glory. So on earth as it is in heaven, that's what we're trying to recreate. Mm -hmm. King David tried to recreate that. He did 24-7 worship. Worship's one of the ways, intimacy with God, holiness, giving, you know, whatever. Sometimes fasting can help it. Whatever it takes to get you into that presence, glory, once you're in the glory, if you do have a gift, like prophetic gift or dream interpretation or healing or deliverance, your gift, I know, is a thousand times more powerful than if you don't have the glory and you're just trying to run on only your gifting. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. You could be backslidden in a bar, drunk with some guy and prophesying. You could be accurate prophetically, but exactly. still be drunk. <laughs> That's
1: a good point. <laughs> just because
0: gift is operating <laughs> what you're doing.
1: Yeah, so... It's so powerful. I tell you, if you have not been around this, you want to check out some of David and Stephanie's meetings. They go all over the place and also on TV. And there really is. I remember the first David Herzog meeting I went to, and we were living in Santa Maria. Uh, I was going through a rough time, and I said hi to you when I went in, but I don't think we know each other that well. And then suddenly we were sitting in the back, and, and the glory came. And a person next to us that we knew from our church, a gold filling appeared in their mouth, and they're freaking out. So we do. This is the real uh, stuff, man.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah, and I remember we were doing comedy in the glory, and a girl uh, oh, yeah. actually her she had been cutting herself, and her scars disappeared.
0: Wow! Oh yeah, remember that?
1: Yeah. So anyway, I'm just giving examples so people understand what it is that you do so now you're based in phoenix you were in sedona uh christian capital of the yep. world on it. <laughs> and you <laughs> you moved to phoenix like i remember giving you a prophetic word about that
0: yeah in fact you were the first one december 31st he said i said hey do you have a word for me it's a new year and you and i were preaching about the new year what was coming and i was feeling a shift and i said what do you have and he goes actually yeah you said to me, you need to move really quick to Phoenix. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know it was like <laughs> that quick. And the next day, you, you soften the blow. You said, well, I think you said you need to move right away. And then the next day, you said, well, it's actually not right away. It's after Passover, which was only four months. <laughs> to be right, that was still <laughs> right away. I'm like, oh, girl. Oh, thank you, God. You gave me four months. That's really nice. Okay, so it's not tomorrow. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and then, um, but it was God. And I had a word a few years before Chuck Pierce had told me. At some point you're gonna to have to move your base, ministry base to Phoenix. And I said, Do I have to do it right now? He goes, Not now, but you will at some point. And that was four, thousand fourteen. Now you told me now. And then I got confirmations after confirmations after that. And next thing you know, we were moving. We wow. found a place and just moved.
1: Yeah, now. And
0: just and you just gotta obey quickly You wanna yeah. you wanna catch the waves.
1: It's called alignment. You align yourself with where God has you for any given season. And so it's it's lining up right now. I mean, you're releasing some new things, and we're we we're talking about the days of awe. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about this season.
0: Yeah, days of awe. It's not like like you see a cute little kitty on a Facebook post. Oh, how cute! It's awe, <laughs> like the awe of God.
1: It's a different awe. It's the awesomeness and
0: the awesomeness of the majesty and the glory and the power of God. If God was in a room and they go, right now we open this door, You're going to be with God. The Father, right now. I mean, that like, whoa, that off that He comes in, and so it's really a good time to see God, ask Him to cleanse of anything in your heart from the last year. Even though we should always do that every day, there is something about that day, Yom Kippur, where Heaven does do something on the earth. Bob Jones used to always get touched on that day, even before he understood anything about the timings and the seasons of the Jewish. It's not. It's just a season where God visits in a really, really deep way. So you don't want to miss it. There's a portal there. Jesus is our lamb. He's our Yom Kippur. He's our Passover. But when you take that, that's a seasonal portal. You take that time and seek him. A lot of people fast on that day. It's not, it's not legalistic. You don't have to fast because Jesus already did it. He paid the price, but I do it. I fast on that day just to get really clarity and I really want to hear God coming into the new year. It's a really, really, really good thing to do. To spend that day with him.
1: Yeah, so watch this. Tell us a little bit more. Go ahead. Uh, launch on it. Yeah. Give us what, what you know. And then
0: um, after that, after that, you've got the Feast of Tabernacles. That is super exciting. That's a seasonal portal. So maybe people aren't familiar. There's geographical portals, places where there's revival or places where God once moved and you can still feel the presence. Or you go to Israel, you can feel it in Jerusalem or Galilee. Then there's seasonal portals where seasons on the calendar, God absolutely, absolutely promised to visit us in a very unique way. It's like a date night. He sets a date with us in advance. To In the Bible, they would say, prepare yourselves or tomorrow the Lord will appear. It's, like, it's one of those. Well, he, he, every day he's there, but certain days he's really there. And those are the seasons. And if you miss them, sure, God still loves you, but it's like you're missing out on a blessing. It's like not showing up to the – imagine if you miss the upper room day. When they're, hey, let's go to the upper room today. And that was the day that the Pentecost hit, which is another portal, and you didn't show up. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't need to do that stuff. I'm saved. Oh, that's fine. You're saved, but you just missed out on the major outpouring. That's what those timings are. You get major stuff that will affect the next 20 years of your life. And at Tabernacles, the last feast has not been fully fulfilled, because it says in Zechariah, Jesus will come back on the Mount of Olives, and every nation will have to go up to worship the king, Jesus, during the Feast of Booths, which is Tabernacles. It says, even Egypt, the Arab nations, if they do not come up and send representatives, I will not pour rain on their land. So I start getting a revelation. Wait a second. So then if I do go, I'll get Do I have to wait for the millennium, or can I go now? So I decided to experiment. I took a team there to Israel, ministered and everything. and went, we got blasted by God's glory, crazy favor, rain on our ministry, TV cameras given to us, open doors around the world all week. I was like, whoa. And I started, I started hitting every year, like, wow, there's something to this. And then one year I didn't go, just this experiment, and it sucked. <laughs> it was a hard year. But I, I realized the difference when I didn't have that extra favor and blessing. So there was really need to be gained from honoring him during those times.
1: So this is something that you've noticed happens on the season, and it's something that you've noticed that you have incredible favor. Was there a point in your life where you started seeing this happen?
0: Yeah, I lived on the mission field in France for 10 years, 12 years, and every year i noticed around the feet like Passover, Pentecost, I didn't know anything, I didn't understand it. I just knew that when I was ministering during those times, I was getting visited by God like never before, in my prayer times, in my meetings, People are getting saved, miracles are breaking out, the glory will show up. For about 10 years, I kept noticing a pattern. Huh, every time around that time, it's like extra, double, triple powerful. God shows up. And then one day, someone started explaining it to like, oh, duh, because that's the seasonal portal. What happens is something is actually going on in heaven during those times. So when you take the time to honor it, you start thinking what's going on in heaven at those exact times. It's like a solar eclipse, the planets lined up. You, you, it lines up with heaven when you stop and you get crazy. And that's why the Jews have been blessed historically, because they understood the patterns. So they would honor that, and they'd get blessed on time. So I just thought, well, I'm going to keep doing this. This is awesome. And then, of course, the scriptures talk about it, that in, after Jesus returns, we'll all be going to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles, the citizens in Zechariah. Every nation will. So if he's going to restore it, something that we lost, why not enjoy it now? And that would not even be legalistic, just enjoy the season, worship him, love him, give to him, wait on him, see what he does. It's an invitation to a huge blessing and intimacy with God like never before. So there's really nothing legalistic about it if you get to be blessed.
1: Yeah, you don't have to really celebrate it. I don't even know what it is. You don't have to actually celebrate it traditionally, right? No.
0: Just show up, be present. Yeah, Yeah, If someone has a birthday party, some Christians will say, well, I don't have to do that. I'm not under the law. It's not about law. That's like saying, I don't have to go to your birthday party where I get free gifts and free food and love and fellowship <laughs> for four hours. I don't have to do that. Sure, you don't have to, but why wouldn't you want to? See, right. That's the question.
1: Exactly.
0: So, yeah. you know, I need all the favorite help of me I can get. I have and everything that God has.
1: <laughs> me too. I went back. Now, I've been journaling for years. I journal every day. And I went back kind of just after I started to to understand the seasons. And I started looking at... The encounters I had and many of them were during the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, also the Feast of Tabernacles, and the other ones was was Passover and Pentecost. And those seemed to be the most powerful ones for me. Have you noticed anything with those or maybe others?
0: You weren't on purpose. I'm purpose trying to get a visitation on those exact dates. He just happened around that day, right?
1: Right, exactly. I wasn't trying to do anything. I just went back and looked. The Lord said that to me. He says, go ahead, go back and look. You're going to see it. Sure enough. I had dreams. I had encounters way back. Some of the most powerful encounters that I've ever had. Like even sitting in a church back in 2010 during the Feast of Tabernacles. I didn't know it was Tabernacles. You know, and I'm sitting there. Wow. And heaven's open, and I have an open vision of my mom, who's been in heaven since '99. I have an open vision of her receiving her crown of glory. And it was during the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, do you think there was a significance wow. of that, maybe with promotion during that time?
0: Yeah, I believe that's when promotions come. Because even in the Old Testament, that's why they fast and pray 10 days of awe from Rosh Hashanah, the first two days you celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Then the next 10 days, it's you fasting, praying, seeking God, cleansing your heart so that you go into the new year with favor and blessing. That's, even unsaved Jewish people do that. They know there's something about that timing. They know, you know, they'll forgive people. Even if they're not religious, they'll be like, you know, hey, Shlomo, I'm so sorry about the argument we had last month or the business deal that you felt I to you. Please forgive me. Let's just make it right. Jew- Israelis will do that with each other because they still have a reverence. It's like they know, like books are being settled every year around that time, and then they want to go into New Year with favor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, So there's exactly. something to that. So that that's the season of promotion, and you don't want to take into the New Year what the baggage from the last year. So you want to release things, forgive people, you know, make things right with people, whatever you need to do. We should always do that anyway, but there's specific seasons in the Heaven's Calendar when, when actual the promotions or the demotions happen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. Around the fall feast. Exactly. That's why it's New Beginnings. Right. New Beginnings. Now, right, I guess it could be new endings,
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> new endings and new beginnings. One thing I've noticed, it's kind of a toss-up for me. I have powerful encounters you know, during the days of all, and also very powerful at Passover. And I usually hmm. get what I call Passover strategy, like Moses got. He got a strategy to allow tragedy and death to pass over them. And those are the times wow. I found.
0: I like that play on words. Strategy. Yeah to overcome tragedy. Yeah. Um, Since Passover, I've been praying the Lord's Prayer, the Hebrew blessing that, you know, when the Lord bless you in numbers, may the Lord bless you, may keep you, may His face shine upon you. I've been praying it from the amplified Hebrew to English. It's so much more powerful. Uh, Warren Marcus wrote a book on it, The Priestly Blessing. Greg, definitely get that book. And so I've been reading it in English, just praying over myself every day. And it's, it's the glory, not just of Jesus, the glory of the Father Himself visiting me every day. And when that starts to happen, crazy things, favor, accelerations, things that never happen in such a short amount of time. And in just the 50 days, I just sit there and I wait. I can't wait. I go there. Okay, I pray the prayer, and I just wait. And the Father himself, like literally the— and not, I'm not talking about the Father's love, like Toronto blessing. No, the glory of the Father. And that's what Jesus was trying to get us. He's saying he wanted us to know his Father, the glory, the love. the, And so even I was reading in the Bible— there's a scripture that says when Jesus comes back to Jerusalem for the thousand years, him and his father will be with him. And I went, wait a second. That means we're actually going to be able to see and visit the father, his father, in Jerusalem, not just Jesus. Can wow. you believe that there was a room and someone said, when you walk in this room right here, the creator of heaven and earth, not just his son, Jesus, his father's right in that room. You're going to talk to him face to face. Wouldn't that be freaky?
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. Looking forward to that.
0: So that's what God's been hitting me with lately, the and may his face shine upon you, that's why Moses' face shone. You look into the face of the Father, and you start glowing. And whenever you see the glory in the Bible, Old and New Testament, a lot of times it was surrounded by dark clouds, it says in the Bible. There was the cloud, and the voice came from the cloud. The cloud was to actually cover his face, because it was too strong. So when there's a cloud of glory, that's great, but that's not the epicenter. The epicenter is behind the cloud. In the cloud is his actual face. The face of the Father is the ultimate glory. Wow. Now and that, you look up at him as his face shines upon you, and that's why Moses was shining like a light bulb and, and all that. It's, it's powerful, man. Yeah. yeah. That's what God's been hitting me with lately. The yeah, I never Father
1: realized himself. that, you know, about the face shining on you and about Moses' face It had to do with the Father. And uh, do you have any more on it or anything else? Because this is very powerful.
0: Yeah. And the, and the grace of God, the favor may bless you, may keep you. I said, "May the Lord bless you and keep you." It actually, the analogy is literally a father kneeling down before his son with his hands open and blessing his son. So the Creator of heaven and earth kneeling down before you to bless you—that's actually the analogy in the Hebrew. Can you believe? Wow. So I yeah. pray that prayer and I kneel before it. I said, "Oh Father, I love you and thank you that you're kneeling before me." I kneel before you, and then He gets closer, may His face shine upon you, the fullness of His countenance. Where They just get stronger. You just take that. You just dissect that verse by verse and just get blasted, 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 blasted. It may keep you, protect you from all harm, from the enemy attack you. It's just like, oh, dude, I can't even. <laughs> Sorry to explain it, but I get whacked every time. It's a really, really, really. And then all of a sudden I come out of that and all this stuff in my life starts accelerating like supersonic speeds, burp, 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 doors and this and favor and this, all this stuff that, that I've been praying for for a long time, just in one season just start happening.
1: Wow! Now, what is that? What scripture is it that you're praying?
0: It's in Numbers. It's the ironic blessing. I think it's like number six. The ironic oh, okay. blessing and Lord bless you, may keep you, may face shine upon you. Yeah, that's that that's, one.
1: Yep, that's great.
0: Yeah. Wow,
1: that's yeah. powerful.
0: Not not the ironic blessing. Like, oh, that's ironic. <laughs> but the ironic blessing.
1: The ironic <laughs> blessing. I love that.
0: So not, this, the, not the ironic blessing.
1: So we're talking with David Herzog of David Herzog Ministries. And talking about the glory, and we've had a little bit of a bad connection on some of these, uh, part of the conversation, but that's because he's on a beach in Costa Rica, enjoying the glory of God. But he's downloading something to us right now, and I tell you, David, every time I get around you, something opens up, something accelerates for me with my gifts. And i just like you to pray that, an acceleration or whatever that God's given you right now over our listeners.
0: Okay, Father, and, and the Father's name is actually defined, the, the ancient Hebrew name is Jehovah or Yahweh, is the actual name. Jehovah, Yahweh, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus. I ask you that all listeners would be visited by your glory, the glory of the Father himself. May the Lord visit them, may his face shine upon them, may he bless them, may he keep them from all harm, and may they align with their destinies through the Father and through your Son, Jesus. I pray that he would align with their destinies right now, that you would accelerate and align them in such a way it would be so close to the heart of the Father and the glory of the Father and the face of God that as they look up into the face, everything in their life would accelerate at supersonic speeds, that the light of the face of God would shine on them and reflect like the moon was just a reflection of the sun. It would reflect so bright that everything in their life would accelerate, everything that's chains and bondage would just melt away, and the intimacy of, with the Father God would be so strong, it would be saturated, with the Shekinah glory of God. I pray this, that you would have this from now all the way into the Rosh Hashanah. You would even increase it into Yom Kippur, into the Feast of Tabernacles. This next season, as many have been going through a long, hot summer, spiritually and physically, they would come into a season of favor. They would come to a season of blessing, of intimacy, of rest from the warfare. And as they rest in him, God would just start lavishing them with blessings beyond their mind's comprehension that they could ever ask or think, I just release that over the people in Yeshua's name. Amen.
1: Yes, 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 yes. that was powerful. All right, hey, why don't you just tell us how we can follow you, get hold of you, what you have to offer right now.
0: Yeah, thegloryzone.org. And I have a new book called Secrets of the Glory. It's my latest book. And uh, that's a book where people are really getting blessed, mentored. It's like if I were to take someone one-on-one and go, here's the secrets that I can't really share always publicly, that's what I do in that book. I just take it step by step. All the supernatural stuff, the glory stuff, even beyond Glory Invasion book, which I wrote, which is my bestseller, and Mysteries of the Glory, it's one step further. Secrets of the Glory, and that's the newest book on the glory. And we have a bunch of other stuff, The Courts of Heaven, and Stephanie's got a book, God is Your Matchmaker, some of are single, and maybe looking for love in all the wrong churches, <laughs> looking for love in too many conferences, searching <laughs> their eyes, a Willie Nelson song. <laughs> I got a matchmaker for you. He'll match you up with the right person if you just give it to him. Yeah. So, Stephanie's got that book, God is your matchmaker. Oh, well, yeah, we have a conference coming up if you guys are free. Rosh Hashanah, September 6th to 9 in Phoenix, Arizona. That's why we do this. And we get blasted by the glory. Doug has been there before several times. And it's visitation. It's Rosh Hashanah. So, you definitely want to come to that. Get on the website and get on it. We have uh, Joshua Mills coming, I think, on this one. Bob Hazlitt. Warren Marcus, who wrote the book, The Priestly Blessing, Steve Swanson, Worship. And then we have a trip to Israel right after that. We have a couple spots open still. The Israel trip is September 26th to October 5th. And there we get blasted like crazy, double, triple, because you're in the land of Israel, geographical portal, during a seasonal portal, double. And we, do, we have meetings. We have glory counters there. We go to the spots like Bethel, and we get third heaven. Teach you how to go to third heaven and Galilee, Mount Carmel, Elisha. We tap all those things. We do some outreach. It's just really, 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 really life-changing. So anyone can come to that. Register really fast because it's closing really fast. But that's what we have coming up.
1: Wow, that's powerful. Also, social media, right?
0: Yeah, you have social media. I'm on Facebook. You can look me up on Facebook. I have a personal and I have a ministry page. Ministry page is more stuff. And then, of course, the TV show coming out. I was just interviewed on Sid Roth and it aired in July. If you go to SidRoth.org, you can watch the show. Just search my name. And we just did a really, really powerful show on the Sid Roth show about the glory of the Father and about the the new glory that's coming. Many of you maybe have known the glory, but there's a greater glory that's coming. There's an old glory that's fading away, and there's a new glory or a greater glory that's coming. So you have to press into the new. You can't live off the old. Even though it was good, the past move was good. Acts 2 was good. Toronto was good. Uh, smithson revival is good whatever pensacola whatever revivals you follow or move of God there's a greater glory that none of us have ever touched yet that's coming just Press into that new yeah don't just rely on the what God did before the old wine new wine that's coming and so we got to be on skin to handle it that means stretching and and changing so we can handle the new thing about to happen
1: yeah yeah I'm excited all right everybody Go to thegloryzone.org and I've got the book. Yum yeah, on. Yeah, the book Secrets to the Glory. Okay. Get a hold of the book Secrets to the Glory. It will open up the heavens over you. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much, David, for taking time out of your busy schedule on the beach. We really appreciate and love you. All right, everybody. See you next time.